What a start. No. You sound st- You're tired, starting brother. with me. <laughs> Are we already going there? Well, where do you want to go? Oh, so many places. Uh, okay. So many twists and turns and let's start, dips let's, and dives. And let's, let's start. What, what? What did you do last night? What did I do last night? I went out. Oh, yeah? I yeah, went out. I had some drinks. I was being social. I was networking. I was being a little socialite. What do you mean by networking? I was talking to comics. Oh wow! Talking to comics, meeting comics, You're always making hustling, connections. Aren't you? I actually am. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not much of a hustler myself. <laughs> yeah, like we've talked it, about this. I, 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 I like to keep it lumber. You know, <laughs> keep it what? I don't think that's the same. Keep it what? I like to lumber. You know, you like, I like to, to lumber. Keep it slow. You mean that's the way you walk? Is you lumber because you're tall and you have poor. Uh, posture what is that what you think i've got poor posture <laughs> i don't think you have good posture when i'm walking i have poor posture what do you want me to say do i need to compliment I want you, to say you right off the good bat posture first off let i me am in- your let guest me introduce you-, you okay all right because you you already commandeered everything what do you mean are you saying i took the reins on the <laughs> conversation i should be yeah. more of a guest less of a host are you no you're just are you just trying to like man up right now Am I not manly <laughs> right now? Do I need to man up? I don't know. I think I'm, I'm pretty manly right I now. I don't know any situations in Mike which I was in, in which I ever said, "Wow, that's a man." You know what? about you? No, that's not true. You, you yeah, told, it is you, true. You, you tell okay, me. so my guest today, I've known for a while. Pause that thought. Okay. His name's John Davenport, and he is a comic, allegedly. But <laughs> Alleg- don't shit on me for the I'm next not- hour. All right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm not, not. I don't. I don't handle kidding. roasts very well. I'm not roasting you. Well, you said I'm it allegedly be a worth comic. It. it wouldn't be ro- worth it to roast you. Why not? You don't you think I'm roast worthy? Because you wouldn't be able to do it back. You're right. I'm not. I'm not very good at retaliating or at preparing jokes. But no, I'm not good at that either. <laughs> no. But, okay. So what were you saying before that? I don't remember. Oh fuck. You know, I was. Tra- I was no. Oh, like, yeah. What is the situation in which I was like, I've never been like, oh, that's a man. You oh know? Sh- no, I see it on your face all the time. <laughs> Every time you look at me, you're like, mm. <laughs> yeah, give me some of that. You're insane. That is not true. No, you've told me that. Oh, really? In so many words, zero words, but you told yeah, me. Yeah, because your eyes. I, I've had a crush on you. Oh, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> We're already getting into but it. But you don't, you don't, you don't have a crush on me as a man, just as a no, because you know entity. the types of men that I'm attracted to, right? Yeah, We've alcoholics, about- <laughs> alcoholics. That's one. Yeah, a, a dysfunctional type. That's definitely your wheelhouse. Well, I, I wouldn't say dysfunctional. I, yeah, yeah, dysfunctional. <laughs> yeah, no, well, you've been pretty open about that. You know, you it's like, fine. You like piece of shit dirt bags. No, that's I'm not, I'm not. Don't say that. I've I wouldn't well, call them. Look, I've had a lot of, I've had nice boyfriends, you know, who just have problems. I believe you. <laughs> what kind so. of problems did these nice boyfriends have? Were they too nice? Were they needy? 
needy's a no, bad I've, problem. No, I don't think I've ever had a guy who was needy. I've been told I'm needy. In relationships. Out of relationships, too. You mean just in general? Yeah. <laughs> just needy. Yeah. That's insane because I've never seen you as needy. Well, you never seen you're me always, as a man either. Yeah, because you're always brushing me off. Like, oh, I, I, I don't brush, matter. I brush with the best of them. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I'm always brushing. <sighs> you're br- you mean brushing me off? Yeah, yeah. Why? Why do you always avoid me? I don't avoid you. I just don't seek you out. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, what? You no, should. No, because every every time we have a conversation, it turns into borderline sexual harassment. <laughs> borderline sexual harassment. Yeah. As, and I'm if the I'm harasser. If I'm not laughing it off and brushing it off, then Fuck. I could have a lawsuit. You're going to have a lawsuit against me. No, I wouldn't be able to afford a lawyer. That's true. Yeah. So I guess you're going to have to But you know a lawyer, right? You're like a paralegal or something, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you could be my lawyer against you. That is it work like that? Literally doesn't make sense. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. Well, that's a bummer. And you know what? I'm you know I. It's never my intention to like make you uncomfortable or oh, anything come on, like that. Really? No, it is. Well, you mean to get a rise out of you? Yeah. I don't know about that. What is that? <laughs> you are what do you ridiculous. Think of my new, what do you think of my new ink? That's that. <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, what do you call it? Those it's a sleeve. Halloween tattoo sleeves. No, it's a sleeve. It's a real sleeve. No, it's not. Why'd you wear that today? Because I want to get an actual sleeve. No, and this is great for a podcast. <laughs> well, I asked if it was By video recorded. Oh, you wanted it video. And recorded. I wanted it video oh, recorded. My God. Well, they do that sometimes. They can like um, they can live stream the podcast. But I don't look I don't look well enough to be live streamed right now. So we're I gonna do. have to make. <laughs> <laughs> look at me look at my left arm oh my god don't i look more jacked i don't know about that like do you want to get a tattoo oh i've wanted to be tatted out so why my entire it, life you don't have any tattoos none why because i can't think of anything good enough oh or something that you love enough to have it tattooed under your body well, yeah like i mean i always have these ideas of like tattoos that i would want <laughs> and then i just i i just can't imagine people not making fun of me for it and then okay well let's kind of give ashamed. me give me an example of an idea of something you wanted tattooed on your body oh okay uh, <laughs> um oh so this is another one that like for a while, for for a while, I wanted like an entire arm sleeve of like, like, uh, like, uh, like bricks, <laughs> like a brick wall. Oh my god! Up and down my left arm, uh, as a reference to the wall, the Pink the Floyd Pink album. Floyd album, the, the wall. Oh, I was super into and it. Why don't you just get kid. the whole thing colored in black and have a little rainbow and it's dark side of the moon? <laughs> I can't have a rainbow on my arm. That's sending mixed signals. Oh, how? To whom? To fucking mm. light enthusiasts. <laughs> to prism experts. Sure. I uh, no, to gay people. So you don't have any. <laughs> I got it. You got it? I got it. I don't need jokes explained to me. Well, uh, You know that. I, okay. I was just making sure, though. I just didn't want to acknowledge it because I didn't think it was funny. So, anyway. I... <laughs> well, there's nobody laughing in the room at that, so maybe it wasn't <laughs> funny. Well, you're laughing now. I, okay. I take it back. I it's cannot. Funny. So, you wanted to get a brick. 
Yeah, yeah. A one of, of bricks. Like a brick your, wall. That's insane. You know, you, have you listened to the album? I'm familiar with it. Is that the one with um, the, all the songs about like uh, they don't want to be in school anymore? Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. When yeah. we grew up and went to school, there were certain teachers that would hurt the children. Is that your favorite album? Could. Oh, it, it definitely the most listened to album of all time for me. For you? Oh, because I was a dark kid. I was, oh, I was you an know outcast. What? My most listened to album of all time is uh, Coldplay's Parachutes. That's a good album, too. <laughs> yeah. I like that album. I would never get it tattooed on myself, though. No, I wouldn't either. I mean, the only sort of musical reference type thing I would get, I would get, I wanted to get a John Mayer, like, tribute tattoo. I thought you were going to say John Mayer. Of What's course. your most listened to album by John Mayer? Continuum? The most listened to? Oh, well, Continuum is definitely up there. But, yeah. I mean, I, I, I go back to times. Room for Squares and Heavier Things a lot. And, Which one um, is the one with Your Body is a Wonderland? Room for Squares. You like But they're also like one of his live albums called um, Any Given Thursday. Have you heard that? I think I have heard that. Yeah, it's like a live double album. With, I like um, John Mayer. Yeah, he's great. You saw that I met him a couple weeks ago, right? Yeah, everybody saw that. <laughs> hey. You can't shut up about it. It was amazing. That's the only celebrity where, for me, it's like, wow, like this really makes my day you know nobody else i could ever meet would ever live up to that there's nobody wow. else i can think of where what I'd about be... dave Chappelle? i've met him and it didn't do he's anything a comic for you? i guess you're he right. said i was pretty dave Chappelle did yeah does that did shock john mayer did john did mayer he say that no i i we didn't get into that <laughs> but i'm sure he thought so <laughs> okay he gave me that look you know the, yeah, that like... You no, know, that look when you know thing. a man is looking at you in the face. I get that look from men. <laughs> you do? I got it last night from a guy who I've had a crush on for like The years. Lebanese one? No, a comic. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Can you say his name? No, because he's like We can't successful. add him on the podcast? He's a successful comic and I don't want to do that. Well, I appreciate you uh, having an unsuccessful <laughs> comic on the... Just to keep it honest. No, I know. would have him on the podcast. Never mind. Was I a backup? I was no, a backup, you were not a backup. I? I actually moved was some... I... Oh, you moved some things around for me? Yeah. Yeah, because I wanted to have you in here sooner. Because you know why? Because we had a great conversation on Monday and I was like, oh, we should continue this. What did we talk about on Monday? We were talking about drive and work ethic and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I was having an even better conversation with Bradless and Justin, and then you you pulled me away from it so <laughs> that we sorry. could talk about what were drive you guys, and motivation. What were you talking about? We were talking about all kinds of interesting things, mainly in the realm of, like, uh, cultural appropriation and, uh, and uh, uh, like, uh, racism and white privilege. I was doing most of the listening <laughs> in that conversation. Yeah, that sounds like a conversation. I, I had to do the listening that... in that conversation. Who did you say it was? Justin Blake? Justin Blake right, and yeah. Bradless. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I learned a lot of good things. Good. Fun. I'm glad. Oh, so I'm did, I, did I inconvenience you? Oh, wait, big time. Fuck. But I had to be a friend. <laughs> you know, I had to be a friend. It seemed like nobody was talking to you. And you oh, needed, my God. You needed a little bit that of attention so not... that everybody on the patio I didn't w- think you were a loser. Are you being serious right now? Uh, half serious. Oh, my God. Half serious. Look, do you think, I, first of all, most of those people, I had no idea who they were. They were mostly yeah, like the new those, comics. Then those three girls were like, Heather, come hang out with us. And you were yeah. like, uh, I guess I get to go hang out with these hot girls. Ah! And I was like. That is not what happened. Okay. You didn't even introduce me. You call, 
I have to introduce you to my hot friends. You got to introduce me to everybody. To like, why? You, I'm riding your coattails. Why do I owe you this? I'm riding your coattails. Why are you? Okay. I can't be successful Let's talk about unless that. you're Let's successful. Let's talk about that. John has said for a couple of years now that he wants to ride my coattails. Yeah, I got nothing going for me. I need and, you to make it okay. so that I can make so it. So let's talk about what we were talking about earlier. What do we, well, before the About podcast? whether or not somebody is born type A or they can learn that. Remember? Oh, yeah. I you think were talking about that? Both of us agree you... most of that is is inbred. Right. It's it's within innate. you. Is, I don't think Don't inbred. say inbred. I don't think that's what I meant to say. <laughs> innate. It's innate within yeah. somebody. And you and you were saying like, oh, I wish I could be that type of person. It's like, well, like you either are or you aren't, in my so opinion. So I should just give up. No, I'm not saying that. But I, don't, I could try I, to get I just better don't at know. that. I, I just don't I'm not sure if drive and work ethic can be learned. I like I have this conversation with so many people. Um well because you know I've known people where like they're like very talented and they just don't really work that hard or put the effort in, you know. Okay, I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate you you know being You think I'm talking about you? Well, I am your guest. <laughs> Are you not? I was just thinking general, well, I've seen that. I've Haven't you? Oh, yeah, I've seen that. There's like so many comics where it's like, wow, like if you just like put in a little extra effort or work, you know, you'd be popping. But I, I see that with people that aren't comics, people that I think are sure. genuinely hilarious. Oh, and yeah. They just don't give a shit about anything. You mean they're just like disdainful in life, basically. They have like uh, no zest for life. I uh, think you that, really need to have... have no ambition. Well, yeah, you kind of need to have, like, a zest for life when you want to achieve things. What do you things. mean zest for life? You just, you have to, uh, gratefulness. You know, like a lust for Don't life? Don't you think, yeah, like, I think being grateful is huge. I see so many people who are ungrateful. For really? what they're doing. Like, don't you think that you and I, like, we've already accomplished something pretty amazing. That we. Like what? Well, we made it out of our hometowns. I don't even think that's that amazing. Anymore. It is. I mean, it, like, how many people do you know from your high school are like doing nothing? I honestly, <laughs> I don't really keep in touch with anybody from okay. high school, so I don't know what they're doing. You understand Maybe they're what doing I'm big things, <laughs> but I went to like a like a prestigious prep school, so they're probably doing better things than me. Oh well, I didn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, I went to a good public school. But... No, I went to a pretty good school, but. What this is that's not my point. My point is is that you you made the effort to come here to do something, right? And that's more yeah. than what most people can say. I guess so, but I, I you know, I I can't pat myself on the back too hard. I, the, I'm you know, I, there's so much more work to do. Yeah, exactly. Like we're literally just getting started. I know. Like we're, I, I'm, we're I'm neophytes barely, in our journey. I have barely scratched the surface. Yeah, of the and, things I want to do. You have the fucking balls and confidence to have a podcast. Who's fucking listening to this? <laughs> How many listeners do you have? Are you in the double digits yet? <laughs> yeah, of course. Triple digits. Triple digits of what? Yeah, I've listeners. had I've had over that. Oh, listeners! I don't know how many people subscribe. It doesn't tell me that. Why not? It doesn't matter. That because they like don't give you that, you that stat. Oh, all right. Well, but people listen. People, listens. I have fans like send me messages about it and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Like oh, real plus your people. boss listens. I I don't know about that. Well, I think so. Sometimes Ugh, I'm worried. Why? <laughs> I just don't want. They I, I in want you. my my private life kept private in certain ways, but I'm then a public figure. Then why the figure. fuck would you have a podcast? No, that's not. 
Because I'm not here on here like putting all my shit on blast. But that's what the point is, right? It's not supposed, really. You're supposed to get intimate. You're I supposed feel like to my... get like get into the nitty gritty. We are getting to it. We are. It God feels damn like small it. talk. Right no, now. it doesn't. I'm. I love small talk. I'm great at small talk. <laughs> you are great at small talk. I'm do one you of the think, best. Do you think if you talk. got tattooed that you would like flinch immediately from the pain? That's a good question because I have a higher tolerance for pain hmm. than some people, but I don't like needles. So it could be psychological. Oh my God. You know what I think? Would, I, I, I think I'd be really nervous about the elbow. I've heard that. That's the, really bad. The areas where there's not a lot of fat. Yeah. Those are the most painful areas. Yeah. That I so have. Like the, I have an ankle this, tattoo. The scrotum would be very painful. <laughs> I have an ankle tattoo, and it's like it's right on a bone. So really, did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt. Did it, like, did you cry? No, I almost kicked the guy in the face, which would have been really bad. Like a knee-jerk reaction or just yeah, because you were mad at him? Just a knee-jerk reaction. And and then really? this one Where'd on my... Where'd you get it done? Huh? Where'd you get it done? In New York when I was 21. Do you regret it? No, I like it. See, that's that's why I've waited almost 30 years to get a tattoo because I don't know what I'm not going to regret. And now well, I'm starting to think yeah, no, there's maybe so I should many, just get one so that I will There's so many tattoos regret. I would have gotten... You know, you if I hadn't been careful with. Well, I mean, honestly, because I just like. What does that say? It's the initials of uh, a boyfriend I had who passed away. Oh, the one that I remind you of sometimes. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> We're oh, already I getting into I it. I wasn't supposed to say that. No, you do kind of remind me of him. Yeah. Because I'm a degenerate. No, not at all. That's not what it is. Alcoholic? Just, no, just like physically. Physically? Yeah, you kind of look like him. Weird. Why? Well, what? what how so? You mean like I'm white? So no, dark he, hair, glasses, similar face. Hey, I'm starting to get some grays. Similar body type. What? I'm going to be a silver fox before you know it. I like grays. Some grays or all grays? Some. I like the salt and pepper look. The George Clooney look? Not like that. I've always wanted that hairstyle. I, when, my mom took me to a salon when I was a kid. And, yeah. I, and I told I told the salon person, <laughs> I was like, give me the Clooney, hold the grays. <laughs> And now I kind of want the Clooney with the grays. Yeah. The grays are coming in slowly but surely. I think women really like grays. You think? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's it's very attractive. What, what, what kind of women like grays? Like older women? No, me. Well, you don't speak for all women, though. <laughs> I think a lot of girls my age like gray hair on guys. Like little like gray hair. Well, hairs. how old are you? I'm 31. Wow, you leaned into the mic to say that. <laughs> I did not. All the confidence in the world. Forget about the quarter-life crisis. She's embracing it. Hey, no, I'm way past the quarter-life crisis. Is, this, is that a past. John Mayer callback? No. No. You what, know, what, what, does he have a song called Quarter-Life Crisis? No, there's a line in the song where he's like, it must be a quarter-life crisis. <laughs> or just, so just anytime- it, it's a quarter <laughs> it wasn't a John Mayer reference. It is a John Mayer reference. Though. No, no. It, well, I wasn't making that. Well, are you looking it up right now? Yeah, I am because I want to make sure I'm, it's the right song that I'm thinking of. Oh my god! This Nobody is important. Cares. I care. You know, you. Oh my you, god! You you're can't so... do this for you. You have to do it for your listeners. Listen, all twelve of them. <laughs> I look. Th- I. I. Um. I fact check on this podcast. Wow, that's double. Oh yeah, no, it is the song I was thinking of. Why Georgia? Why Georgia? Yeah. Wait, how's that one go? I think I might have heard that one. Why Georgia? Why? (laughs) 
No, it's um. <laughs> John Mayer does some weird faces when he sings, right? No, it starts with a, I've been driving. 85 and I can't remember the song. Yeah. I'll be honest, I kind of liked John Mayer back in the day. He has some great songs and he's a great guitarist. But that's the thing that like he deserves praise for his guitar virtuoso. And but he and he's extremely but he's poppy, so he doesn't get a lot of like he's extremely humble about his guitar ability. Yeah, that's. I mean, he makes it clear that there's people better than him. Like who? Just older older guys who've been doing it longer. Okay, Clapton. Yeah, yeah. Clapton. People are gonna say Jimmy Page. Jimmy Page. Yeah. Who else? Who else is like really good? Really, like like old guys. I'm sure there's Slash plays better than John Mayer. Slash is a fucking awesome guitarist. See. Yeah, I mean. I I don't know too much about like all three of those guys are living edge. legends. The edge, I don't know, but the edge, like the edge's genius came from his use of uh, like uh, like amplifiers and filters and shit. Oh, okay, so like I don't know too much about guitars or or, or musicianship, yeah. but I do know. Like, did you see there was a um, they did this like kind of like documentary thing with. Um, Jimmy Page and The Edge and Jack White. Okay. Oh, Jack like, White is a great guitarist, yeah, too. Doing yeah. like a joint session, but all their styles are very different. Sure. And The Edge, when they were talking about him, they were like, his genius comes from the fact that he changed the sound of the guitar and like did mm-hmm. echoes and like reverb. Yeah, no, because when you listen to the- a lot of those U2 songs, there is a lot of interesting experimentation with the guitar totally. chords. And there is that like reverberation on a lot of the tracks. It sounds awesome. Definitely. Oh like, my God. You yeah. don't have to like YouTube like, to like some of their songs. Well, I mean, I mean they're, but like some of their recent stuff, not good, but um, you know, like Joshua tree, my brother actually was just, uh, he posted on Facebook recently that he was teaching my niece about you two. Cause she didn't know who they were. I was like, well, she's 13. Why not just buy her an iPod and let her listen to the default album. That's always <laughs> on it. I, I, I think that album wasn't that bad. The new one or the Joshua Tree album? No, the one that they put on people's iPhones. <laughs> Why do people still I talk about this it. like it was a crime? Or was something? that the one with "Hello, Hello"? <laughs> when did that song come out? That was probably that oh, was I like, don't know. That was a while ago. One of one of my favorite U two songs is uh, is it what is it called? You're beautiful. Oh, that sounds like a Coldplay song. No. It, oh. I don't, I'm totally That is not so I don't you too. <laughs> yeah, it is. No way. I'm going to fact check this right now. Baby's got blue skies. <laughs> that is not a YouTube song. That no, song? that's like a one hit wonder in the 90s. No. Yeah, totally. No, it's not. Uh, well, you're beautiful. Yeah, that song is no. not YouTube. Hold on. Maybe it is. I don't know. It kind of like now that I think about it, it does kind of sound like Bono, but the musicianship no, in it a, does not this sound isn't like the YouTube. song I'm looking for. It's a song where the the video he's like sitting in the back of like a tour bus or like a. I didn't Shut see up. the video. <laughs> YouTube video bus. This is what I'm googling. Just write. Just type in "Baby's Got Blue Skies." No, and the song will come up. That's not. That's not. Is that what the lyric is? Oh, the sweetest thing. The sweetest thing. That's the song. Who is it? It's you too. Really? Yes, fucker. <laughs> I mean. Wow. I never knew that. Oh, sorry. It's like now it's, it's oh, playing Jesus. a Black Panther ad. But that's the song. The sweetest thing. 
I didn't know that was you two. That song sucks. The sweetest thing. That's the song. That song sucks. That's a good song. Did you see that movie, The Sweetest Thing? Oh my god, that's the worst movie of all time. Thank you for breaking yeah, that up. Yeah, but Christina Applegate was looking fucking fine in that movie. Oh god, no, I re- my mom took me to see that in the theater. I was like thirteen. Really? You know the scene where like Samuel Blair gets her mouth caught on that guy's dick. Yeah, piercing? yeah, yeah. I, I was like, she oh got my her Adam's god. apple. Well, first stuck off, on the- now that I've you know this was obviously years before I ever gave a blowjob. But now, thinking back on it, it's like, how would that ever have happened? Like, that's so fucking stupid. Well, you kind of have to suspend your disbelief <laughs> for that scene. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think any woman has ever really got her throat caught like that. I mean, she would have choked to death anyway. No, but you have to relax the throat muscles. Do I know remember? what I'm doing down there. Really? Yeah, I can do. You, can you deep throat? <laughs> I've been known to do that. What? <laughs> Finally, we're getting somewhere. Yeah, but I goddamn like goddamn podcast. <laughs> look, the truth is coming out. Look, 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 look. Have you ever seen? Look, a, look, look, have you ever looked at yourself in a mirror and saw a bulge in the throat? No, that's hot. No, I've never <laughs> done that. No, no, no. Um, you can cut that part out. People are gonna think I'm a misogynist. No, but like I had like two boyfriends ago. I had a, a guy who was like obsessed with blowjobs, and I and it was too much work. Giving or so taking? much work. <laughs> if it was a true obsession wouldn't he want to give too i mean he wasn't as cards. giving as he was taking and i complained That's... about that sometimes but no i mean he no he did it way more than most guys but still not still he not gave blowjobs to no you mean you mean gave me oral performed i'm oral talking sex about blowjobs not just no i'm oral. talking about oral sex on a performing oral sex on me is that what you're talking about reciprocating so was he a good performer at that yeah he was pretty good pretty good not great pretty good i mean i get really bored with that <laughs> i get you super get bored, bored with oral sex yeah it I'm takes you a like, while to come is that right that's that I must be the I've reason ever, i don't think i've ever come from that really i don't think so but do you come fast with with the penis yeah so that's interesting. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because most you're... women are the opposite, right? Or well, yeah, but like, don't you think? Don't you think that would have to do? Because like the, uh, like, uh, like, I don't know if it's the G spot or whether it's oh. just the most, the most uh, easily stimulated. I don't know. I just sometimes feel like it's I'm, like I'm on the lips. More... Sometimes I it's feel like in I'm the just cavity. More turned on by the actual effing. <laughs> I effing? think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking! Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't like calling it fucking anyway. So uh, I like. A guy, I like making a guy's love. Face down there, and you're like, I've had enough. Of no, the I. I just. I don't know. Like I just. I don't know what it is. Maybe nobody's ever doing it right, or they're not doing it the way I like. No, but I've told. I've told guys the way I like it, and they change it. Well, maybe you it's just fun. don't know. What there you was like. one. No, there was one guy who was really good at it. Just one. The one that got one away. that stands out in my in my memory uh, that was like away. How really long good. Since that guy was around, how long yeah. has it been since the last time I slept with him? It, well, no, not, I don't even care if you slept with him. Just the, the the number one oral experience of your life. What about it? When was, was it? Was he long gone, or do you think you you can reconnect? Oh with no, him? he he moved uh, out of state. Well, what state is he in? <laughs> Nevada. <laughs> Because that's not that far. He's in Ohio. That is far. And I have no interest. No, he's not somebody I'm interested in being with at all. Okay. All right. He was a mess. 
Um, it was a dysfunctional mess. Well, just your type. Yeah, exactly. All right. A lot shorter than me, too. People always commented on that. Does that bother you? Not a guy at all. that's shorter? I like shorter guys. You do? Mm-hmm. Really? Because yeah, a lot I'm, of short kind of guys really that. complain that... That like, women don't have... like them? Yeah. Well, I mean, it depends. On... Okay. Well, first off, men need to stop complaining about stuff like that. Because, short you know, what it is, is like, if, if you're attracted to somebody... Like, you know immediately, like, you know right away if you're attracted to somebody, you know, don't you? Even in a just, I think just women, in a, like, I women know right away. Like, this whole thing, I have an episode of, of my podcast coming out, we're going to talk about this, the fuck zone. So there's no friend zone, there's a fuck zone. So, like, women decide within seconds if they want to fuck a guy or not, right? That's true, I've heard that. And guys have some crazy idea that there's this thing called the friend zone, where well, like we a, were, it, we, that was what, how it was advertised. Advertised by whom? By women. That's not true. What woman has ever... Well, if a woman is saying that she has a friend zone or puts guys in a friend zone, she doesn't know what she's talking about. Well, maybe she's just not saying the whole There's truth. no such thing as a friend zone. There's I'm either, buying this there's, fuck zone There's thing. guys you want to fuck and guys you don't want to fuck, okay? And more often than not... You can be you can be friends with the guy you want to fuck, right? But well, if the if it ever came up, you'd be down. You know what I mean? But can I ask you this though? Yeah. Is there ever a scenario where a guy you don't want to fuck becomes a guy that you want to fuck? Oh, you mean like years later or It would probably be years later. There was a guy I had a, the boyfriend I had who passed away. He um like I wasn't interested in him like even remotely like I was kind of dating like a friend of a friend of his and and that wasn't really going anywhere you know okay like I wanted like to be in a real relationship with that guy and it wasn't going anywhere and um I feel like he kind of played the like shoulder to cry on type well we all need that from time to time well so he was like my best friend and we ended up dating but you still didn't want to fuck him no we had sex but you didn't want to no, that's not true. I was in love with him. But you didn't want to fuck him? What? <laughs> no, I did want to fuck him. So it turned he was from the one who, it turned from unfuckable he wasn't to able, fuckable. Okay, we didn't one of the reasons I broke up with him actually once because we ended up getting back together, but um I had broken up with him because we didn't have sex often enough. How often is often enough? I mean, I like to do it every day if I'm in a relationship with somebody. Preferably like night and morning. So twice a <laughs> that day. That sounds insane. Twice a day. Preferably. I mean, it doesn't have to be. You like to buffer your sleep cycles. Like if it's the weekend, fucking. definitely twice a day. And oh my God. Who's listening to this? I'm so. Your boss, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Well, you said earlier, no, they're nothing, okay with your sex life. Is there something criminal about me having sex? No. Okay. This is the women's revolution. You can talk about that shit to whoever you want, yeah. including like the if ether, it, if it's which a, is what you're doing. I right honestly now. like really prefer morning sex. I have to be honest, but um, you're a go getter, though. What does that mean? That means you get you, like you you start your morning with productivity. You eat some breakfast, maybe exercise <laughs> a little bit. You get fucked. Yeah, I do do some. I do some stretches and some squats in the morning before the sex. I'm not having any sex right now. But if you were, I'm alone. Though, would you st- would you before sex? Would you be like, listen, babe? Would I exercise you hang out, before? You hang out in the, the room sex? for a little bit. I'm gonna go warm up. <laughs> no, no, I would prefer like, um, no, like if the guy was already in bed, I would just initiate it. Yeah, because I was gonna say, yeah. if you exercise before, it might be a mood killer. I wouldn't do that. Well, I was just making sure. 
No. If anything, the morning sex should be the exercise and the wake up. See, that's a two for one right there. See? Two birds, one stone. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, what do I know? I haven't had morning sex in a long time, so. Me neither. Not a long time. Like six months. Mine's longer. (laughs) Oh, yeah? How long? I'm not going to tell you. Uh, No? No. Okay. Like you said, this is not for intimacy. But you want to get into small talk you want to get into my intimate details. Hey, you invite me on the fuck zone and we'll talk. Uh, no, you're in my fuck zone for sure. You, not the podcast. Though. No, but you. <laughs> no, I, I want to be on the fuck pod- zone podcast. That's not a podcast. I thought you said it was it's a podcast. an episode of this podcast that's coming out the week after this. Never mind. Is this the episode? No. <laughs> so I'm not in the fuck zone. You're you're referring to the fuck zone like it's like it's an episode of something. Yes, I'm no, here I, to help my No, that's an episode I recorded with Charles Disney that'll be out. Anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you know what? I I don't that's like the last ha- guy you once again to record a fuck zone with. Really? A guy named Charles Disney. I don't know. We're really good friends. I saw him uh, on Friday night. Oh yeah. Yeah, he did a show at the West Side. Oh yeah, the darkest hour. Yeah. I'm supposed to it come check it out because Josh Denny like has beef with me or something. Really? Mm-hmm. He seems like a likable guy. I don't know anything about him. Really. He's, he talks shit about me on a podcast. But who doesn't? <laughs> people You're a hot people topic should respect the... me. I... Well, if, you know, if they're talking shit about you, there is some Oh, dude, I, no, I get name dropped a lot on podcasts. You'd be surprised. It's probably because you got a good name for it. Heather Maruli. Unruly Maruli. No, well, they don't always say that. Oh, not always. No. But the hip ones. Anyway, do. what's your oral sex style like? <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that. What do you mean? Wh- That's what I'm asking you. Do you, you use enough pressure? Like, what's going on there? I don't know if I'm doing anything right. Really? Oh, yeah. You've told me this where you've had, like, have you had complaints? <laughs> I've had. <sighs> dissatisfied. No, dissatisfied no, I customers. I haven't <laughs> had complaints. Oh, boy. But I've had, I've had a, uh, a a a chilling silence <laughs> afterwards. Wait, but it was but just like a they, woman. Who, maybe they wanted was she to just complain. Like a cold and, woman. No, no, no? I, no. I can't fuck with cold women. I like a bubbly personality. I don't know who you're fucking or anything no, you like don't, that. And you never will because you're not I fucking like anybody. Shit, I keep those cards close to my chest. Is it comics? I don't fuck comics. <laughs> It's a conflict of interest. I hate. Okay, I hate when comics say I don't fuck comics. Well, I don't com. I don't because I am afraid. The reason I I do fuck comics because I'm a comic and I want to get fucked. Do you see what I'm saying? Sure. (laughs) So like I shouldn't eliminate an entire category of people. Plus, who am I meeting? I'm meeting comics. Yeah, I know. And I prefer to be with somebody who understands what i do and my lifestyle and the and my sense of humor most people don't understand my sense of humor like they're very like they're I like don't. what's wrong with you <laughs> i don't know anybody that does understand your sense of humor really you mean like the the um, audiences who are constantly laughing when i'm on stage <laughs> which audiences are those <laughs> shut up are they in idaho or something no didn't you do a comedy festival in idaho or something? i've done two festivals in idaho well, i haven't even been there Wow. Did you go to the Panhandle? No. I heard you're supposed to stay away from there. There's not too much going on. Is it, It's probably woodsy, right? Oh, it's got to be woodsy. <laughs> it's, par, it's pretty far up there. Okay. So you're performing oral sex on me and I'm just chilly. <laughs> I 
it's not it's yeah, not right what now. <laughs> you're laughing you're laughing pretty hard I, that's just so not funny. the reaction that i'm that's going so funny for, that but. you said what you said her reaction was what chili silence I've, I've been <laughs> i've been told a couple of times just tell me after uh both oral and sex your performance was not great <laughs> <laughs> i've never said that to a guy ever well, either you're not being honest enough or they you, you, you keep getting matched up with pretty good performers. Yeah, no, I, I find pretty good ones. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, I have been a terrible lay before, for sure. Okay. Terrible. And it's mostly induced by alcohol. Oh, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I've gotten the whiskey dick a few times, of for course. sure. Art, Art wrote a joke after I told him that I Art had Hernandez. whiskey dick. Yeah. Yeah. And it it stings me every time oh I hear boy. him say. On what stage. does he say? He says, uh, <laughs> he says, uh, well, if you get the whiskey dick, well, then just put a strap on because you won't get whiskey hips. You can still fuck her. And every you time he that says means. that, <laughs> every time he says that, I'm like, oh, that's like half a good. No, to idea. me, whiskey dick is when um, you can't come for after a long time, right? Well, whiskey dick to me is when you can't maintain an erection. No, that's coke dick. Okay, well, maybe. <laughs> I've, I've had both of those before. Yeah. No, coke, that's what I'm saying. Coke, coke, I can maintain an erection, but what? it takes me a long, to, a long time to come. I've never. But alcohol, I like. It's like no good. Yeah, it's like. Well, then don't drink before you fuck. How about that? Who's gonna want to fuck me? <laughs> Hey. She's pointing to herself. <laughs> <obvious. laughs> oh boy. Yeah. That's a, that's a lie. What's a lie? What? I don't Nothing. I knew this was Any more happen. personal questions that you have for me? I thought this was supposed to be personal questions about me. <laughs> I don't know. I was having fun with I that. I feel like I'm doing most of the hosting. No, right you're now. not. You're yeah. doing you're doing great. I feel like I'm doing most of the hosting. No, you're not. <laughs> I think I should take over the podcast. Fine. What do you have to ask me? I don't have to ask you anything. No, I mean not have to. What do you? What questions what, do you have? What questions do I have? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> do you think that I'll be successful? Oh my god! Everybody asks me those questions. They always ask you if I I'm going to be successful. Not, <laughs> not about you. No, I have so many comics who who ask me. Do, do you, you think, think I got be, what it takes? Do you think I'm going to be successful? Heather, do I got it in me? No, you do. You are talented, but I just don't know. But I'm one of those talented people that'll never make it because I'm I not have no saying work ethic. that. I'm Is that not what a you're gatekeeper. Saying? Hey, I'm here. Am I not? I'm not. In I woke char- up early on a fucking Sunday. <laughs> I'm not in charge of anything. But if I was, like, I would probably cast you in something. Oh hell yeah! Like what? I think you'd be a good actor. Yeah, I know. But what kind of role are we talking? Oh, I could see you as like a surly boss in an office. Oh yeah. <laughs> Wait, what exactly does surly mean? grumpy oh yeah that's me <laughs> that's i think that's why i like you also because you're kind of grumpy oh i'm a curmudgeon i love curmudgeons but i'm i'm two-faced are you oh i'm either happy-go-lucky like right now i'm pretty excited happy-go-lucky you are pretty but happy i got today. a dark side and right. when i'm when i'm in my dark side i know you're not very it, nice to me at all when you're in that i'm mood. not nice to anybody yeah i know i usually isolate myself when i'm in that yeah and space. do you think that's productive isolating yourself obviously not <laughs> 
Obviously not. Yeah, I think you need just more. I if I could just guess here, I think you probably just need more. You know, human intimacy and just like touch to touch, not even sex. Just like you know, like you just need to be held and cuddled. Well, that sounds pretty nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To have somebody that actually uh, likes me. That would be pretty that would be pretty nice. I like you. No, but not like that. I mean some some (laughs) some, a girl that can make me feel small and comfortable. You know? I want to be the little spoon sometimes. Really? Not physically, but just like I'm about your height. But that's what I mean, not physically. (laughs) You know, a guy needs to feel like he's nourished sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Nurtured. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot of, you know, a a lot of us guys, we can't really show that. We got to be like, we got to be tough. Oh, my God. We got to be brooding. We got to be like masculine. Stoic, you know. Stoic, It's so annoying. Like, the way guys... I don't know what hey, this is. Don't hate the players. No, but like, hate was that was that instilled in you? Just like this, you have to be stoic. You can't cry. You can't show your Hell emotions. Yeah. But how how did that come? How does that come about? Really, in childhood? I guess. You, were you, you told learned... like don't cry or like you know stuff like that? Did they tell you that when you were a little kid? Because I think no, that... I learned by example from my dad. Okay, because I've always had issues with um, well, no, not always, but well, actually. Yeah, with almost every guy I've dated, except for the one who died, um, they've all had problems like expressing their emotions, yeah, or being emotional, yeah, yeah. And it's I a just turn on, and I it? just don't. What's a turn on? A lack of emotional. No, actually, I don't like it. It's very frustrating to me. Well, yeah, once you're invested, yeah, yeah, because I'm extremely outwardly emotional. I'll say. <laughs> no, I have no problem. I I have no problem expressing my emotions. I think crying is extremely healthy. I cry. I mean, I you know, there are times where I'll be depressed and I'll cry every day, but really? like, you every know, I I cry I cry, cry not just out of sadness or grief or anything, but also like joy and you know just feelings of love and gratefulness are you and... like you watch a sappy movie you tear tears yeah, of, of course yeah yeah of course i love to cry it it just feels, it feels so good. good it feels cathartic yes it feels amazing to I, me. I haven't come into that that comfort zone yet oh every time i cry i feel fucking i feel like a fucking pussy <laughs> okay that's okay so oh my god i, I know it's I like it's that. it's irrational and it's not helpful well, I mean, my last relationship essentially failed because, um, you know, this guy, like, he never expressed his emotions or wanted to go there. And then he basically ended up, like, holding everything in and, like, saying, like, I'm not ready for this. And it was like, okay, well, you should have said this a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, but it just ta- we, we, it takes us longer, you know? It takes you longer for what, to process emotions? To acknowledge them and be comfortable with them. Oh. It takes men longer. Yeah, because we're that's built like that. We're, we're built like that. I don't even know if we're built like that from a biological standpoint, but we're definitely well, built it has from, to a, be, from a cultural. It, it standpoint. has to be some sort of biological thing. Well, as far as like evolution and you know, like the whole idea of like the hunter gatherer and, totally. the, and the caveman, like going out to you know going out and killing and coming home and grunting. Totally. You know. You know what's interesting? We're only like a, a couple thousand years removed from that, so. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, from yeah, from the hunter gatherer, but all that shit, all, like all that shit, it, that takes place in prehistory, right? Like a lot of those things that um, before written history, yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, it's like evolution. So, I'm like, I'm 
I'm interested in anthropology. Oh, okay. Um, Hot. A rare reaction. So wet right now. (laughs) Yeah. So I read, I I was reading this like, uh, this like world history textbook for a while. And uh, and the very beginning of it, it's talking about how man descended from apes. And uh, what I found very fascinating. So basically like, when all of us were, are you? No, I'm looking up a book. Somebody else? I'm looking up a book. That are you I'm not gonna... interested in this? No, I'm listening to you. Okay. It's this is a book. Where See, I'm I lose to... people when I start to Go talk ahead. about that shit. No, no, no. I'm just looking. But this up. is it, this is very fascinating to me in terms yeah. of the dynamics between men and women today. Mm-hmm. So when we were all apes, right? Apes are you know they're tribal in nature. Yeah. So we're hanging out in the trees. Eventually, we come down from the trees and pick up some food on the ground, realizing that there's predators around, go back up in the trees. Then we start to get more comfortable on the ground, start to forage. We start gathering. Yeah. And then we start hunting, and then we get out into the savannas, the grasslands. And at some point, an ape stood on his two feet to look over the grass for predators. And that's the beginning of bipedalism. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, once we're bipedal... To look out for predators. To look for predators. Okay, sure. So it was an adaptation... An adaptation that yeah. happened over a thousand, hundreds of yeah, thousands yeah, yeah. of years. Yeah. And then we got used to being on our two hands so we could carry shit. And then we migrated with shit in our hands. And then what happened was we would have, uh, like, like in mating, um, the women would choose they would be picky with the men because they had to choose a man that would actually stick around with their kids because the the babies they started to change in terms of the way that their bodies were formed and their brains took much longer to develop Mm -hmm. so you needed the woman needed to find a man that was going to stick around for at least nine months to a couple years until the until the baby can walk so natural selection in the human species Originally, in what we think of the pre-human process, women were the selectors. Right. And then there's been the last Has, there's few been a thousands shift. of years where men Ugh. spread their seed and either don't come back or they're half there. And women think that we're not like they're not the choosers you know anymore. What this, you know what this kind of uh, – okay. So this kind of leads into something that I've always – wondered about because i've always uh, you know me i'm i'm the type of woman where if i'm interested in a guy i'll make it known to him and i'll yeah yeah you don't you you don't you're not shy about that but that's frowned upon societally don't you think i I just like like men are supposed to it's unusual men are supposed to hunt women and i hate that idea to me it's because the guys who hunt me are guys i'm not interested in I understand that. We want what we can't have. Sure. It's part of that. And then a lot of the guys who do come after me are kind of like wusses. <laughs> but then the guys so I go for are also wusses. <laughs> Sounds like well, you they like don't, wusses. They don't turn out to be wusses until later. I don't know. Well, I'm sure there's I a don't few know. people listening I don't know what it is I'm looking for in men, but um, I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it, but I'm, I, I, know, I know... I know when I'm extremely attracted to somebody, like right away. I think, I mean, if, let me take a ballpark guess what? at what you're interested in. Okay. You're looking for a man that continues to appear masculine to you even 
by conveying his emotional depth. You're also looking for a man that understands your career aspirations yeah. and supports them Definitely. and understands that a little bit of separation is good. Well, because I, I also need you got to be networking. I also need alone be, time. Exactly. I need I'm an independent person. So and I don't need somebody. Fa- who's... Finally, you want somebody that's ambitious. Yeah. So I just nailed your dream guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah. he's handsome. And there's plenty of guys like that around. They just aren't crossing paths with you yet. I don't know about that. Okay, well then why aren't you jumping at him? No, there is one guy like that who I'm who I like a lot. Oh right. That he doesn't guy. live here. I understand. Hey, what how many days until he gets in town? Stop. I don't know. Is it like twenty Stop. or something? Stop. Okay, we're not Calm allowed down. to go there. We're I have not no allowed idea. to go there, audience. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. I you know I don't think long distance would be good for you. Really? No. You need to have I've sex done two it times a fine. day. I've been in long distance relationships just fine. Eh, I don't believe I'm that. okay with it because I I I am I do have a very independent streak and I kind of need to be left alone. I like my alone time. For months at a time. <laughs> yeah, I've done that. I have too. But then it makes it more fun when you see them, you know. Oh yeah, because there's all this pent up sexual special. tension. Oh yeah. you just unleash it on each other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had a lot of uh, luck lately. I don't know. Well, especially, you know, I was really working through a lot of shit since my breakup. And I feel like I'm finally at the point where I'm like, okay, well, like, when was your breakup? That was that a while ago? July. Okay. But half a year ago. Little, <laughs> yeah, but there's still like little things that have happened where it's like, ugh. Like, I found out that he was asking my friend about me. I was like, oh, God. This is just two weeks ago. Just generally? Like a week ago. Heather? I don't know what he said, but I he brought me up to somebody, yeah. Well, that's probably going to happen sometimes with a, with a relationship that isn't there anymore. Yeah, but he's with somebody else. So it's like, why are you? Don't think about me. Bye. <laughs> wow. Resentful towards somebody that didn't even say that to you. Didn't say you what? just heard from a friend. Your friend could have made it up. Uh, I well, if he did, then that's cruel and unusual. <laughs> You've got some cruel and unusual people in your life. <laughs> no, I mean it's just it kind of was triggering to hear that because I want to be so done. over him. No, well, no, well, I am over him. Like I don't think we should be together at all. I I think it's a terrible idea, and um. I just feel like he didn't appreciate me at all. And coming to that realization, I'm like, okay, well, this is fine. I'm fine with this. I don't want to be with somebody who doesn't appreciate me. Well, how do you appre- like how like how do you show your appreciation? Just by like I feel like when you're in a relationship, you should do things for somebody without asking and, you know, like, what? like I don't know, like surprise them or, you know, like sh- like have you heard of love languages? Do you know what that is? So there's like different, (laughs) there's different love languages. So like different ways of like giving and receiving love. And I think there's five or six. And one of them is, um, this sounds like somebody trying to sell a book. One of them, (laughs) it is a book. Yeah. Psychologists talk about it all the time. So my two love languages are physical touch and words of affirmation. So I need to be told that I'm loved. Oh, that's it. oh, okay. So they so these love languages like you don't have all of them. Yeah. You have a couple no, exactly. and they so speak let me, to you. Yeah, let's let me, look that up cuz I'm I'm curious about that. Okay. So yours is physical touch and verbal affirmation. Yeah, words of affirmation. So there's five well, love languages. That is a demanding 
love language set list right no, there. No, it's not. Oh, I think physical so. touch. Physical touch. There should very... be physical touch in every yeah, relationship. But you, yeah, but you just said like a long distance relationship. No, th- you don't there's usually with. a primary and a secondary. Physical touch is your primary. Uh, I feel like words of affirmation is your primary. Hold on. I wonder what mine are. Okay, so um, so words of affirmation. Yeah. Um. Okay. For those who prefer words of affirmation language, hearing I love you and most other compliments are what they value the most. Words so hold basic. real value within this language. Furthermore, negative or insulting comments cut deep and won't be easily forgiven. That's that just true. describes everybody. No, it doesn't. Let me read you the other ones. Okay. Quality time. Okay. This that? language is all about giving the other person your undivided attention. Unlike the words of affirmation language, talk is cheap and being a loved one's main focus leaves quality timers feeling satisfied and comforted. Oh, that's kind of the opposite. Distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can be especially hurtful to these individuals. Being there for them is critical. So let me ask you this. So far, hmm. with the verbal affirmation, yeah. seeing as... Uh, uh, the one that you just read. Yeah. What was this? Was the one that you just read? Quality time. Okay. So quality and t- quality time and verbal affirmation seem like they're uh, kind of polar opposites there. Sure. Because by saying talk is cheap, would you say that people that need verbal affirmation are susceptible to liking liars? Ooh. Um. You mean if somebody says the right things, can they draw exactly. you in? Exactly. Yeah. Like narcissists. Sure. Well, it doesn't have to be narcissist, well, but somebody that knows how that. to say the right things, but doesn't necessarily mean them. Oh, God. Like a charlatan? I mean... Do you fall for those guys? No, there's only one time where I was ever... I ever dated a guy where I, where he was like that, I'd say. He's what very it, manipulative. Yeah, yeah. That seems like it would happen to no, somebody but like it, that. No, but it ended up being extremely abusive and awful. Yeah. Because I called him out. I'm not... I was smarter than him, first off, so okay. that's... <laughs> Is that hard to believe that I was smarter than a guy I dated? No, it's just not a humble thing to say. <laughs> but I'm very I don't know smart. the guy. Maybe he was a fucking idiot. I'm very smart. One of the struggles of my life has been how smart I am. Because <laughs> it, it makes me not relate to a lot of people. Really? One of the struggles it's of my hard. life is that I communicate. I, I come across as not as smart as I actually am. I can see that. Because I, I think you're very sharp. I'm an intelligent guy. <laughs> I know I'm you are. I'm an active learner. Can I finish the... the... Yes, yes. Okay, so continue. number three is receiving gifts. Uh, oh, Dr. Chapman... Fucking gold diggers. That's what you're talking about right there. <laughs> Dr. Chapman says, for some people, what makes them feel most loved is to receive a tangible gift. This doesn't necessarily mean the person is materialistic, but a meaningful or thoughtful present is what makes them feel appreciated. I could see that. Like a get well card? <laughs> <laughs> or like what about like sending somebody flowers like i would love if somebody sent me flowers like that would like i haven't i haven't gotten flowers from somebody in years I've never i'm like almost about to cry thinking about that <laughs> you're not even you're not even a, a gift receiving type i'm not <laughs> jesus you can't I, be too greedy do you here see me, like yeah, tearing up right now yeah <laughs> flowers mean that much to you yeah or just anything. Well, let's go to like Poinsettia somebody, Park like, after this. <laughs> just somebody doing something for me would be really nice. Okay. <laughs> can you see I went through a heartbreak? <laughs> I, yeah, I could see. And because that guy didn't do 
certain things for me that does I've this happen on wanted. all the podcasts no really <laughs> no i, I feel never, like i haven't i, I don't I've think never i've cried tried to exacerbate this or anything like this i'm like really You're crying like, yeah she's really crying audience <laughs> She's really crying, and I'm starting to feel bad. Why? For my prodding questions. <laughs> no, I like your questions. You're good. You you're good at this. Well, thank you. That's why I had you on because I knew we'd have a good conversation. I did not see it going this direction. Okay. Um, What's number sorry, four? Sorry, that really made me sad. That's okay. Um, <laughs> acts of service. Uh, For these people, actions speak louder than words. People who speak the language of service want their partner to recognize that their life is rough and help them out in any way possible. Lending a helping hand shows you really care. People who thrive on this language do not deal well with broken promises or perceived laziness and have very little tolerance for people who make more work for them. Basically, if you're not willing to show your appreciation by doing them a favor, you're saying you don't value them. That sounds like every dysfunctional marriage. <laughs> you know? Okay. It's like, why don't you help me out enough? You know? I, I, I that, that honestly, like, that is, that is one of my biggest fears. But don't you think fears. if you're a partner with somebody, you should be willing to do this stuff? It's not a question of willing. It's a perception thing. Oh. That's the thing. This is a love language, and this is a, a miscommunication. Yeah. So when there is there when there's a dichotomy between somebody that is doing their best to be supportive but is just drained mm-hmm. and then somebody that's asking for more but just doesn't understand that the other person's drained mm. like there's going to be some tension there. That sure. seems like a natural obstacle for every marriage. Like a push and pull thing. Yeah. Okay, but I don't know. Every every relationship is different. So there may be a relationship where, you know, like certain things, certain tasks or chores are like divvied up between exactly. people. Exactly. So, but that's what you would think. Is, right. It comes down but to this, chores. But for Why don't service, you ever clean the dishes? Well, not even just that. It could be as easy as somebody, as easy as a husband taking care of like doing the laundry instead of his wife doing it one week because, you know, he wants her to wow, relax. That's a pretty chauvinistic example. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, that's just a tiny example of something that somebody could do. But isn't that what your mind went to? Or somebody like, could go. It, it came down to domestic responsibility. Well, not even just that. Or like running an errand on behalf of somebody, you know, like that would sure. be nice. You know, sure. I've had boyfriends do that stuff for me. Like Dave used Must to do that nice. for me all the time. Huh? Must be nice. Well, he died. So. <laughs> well, that wasn't so nice. No, I loved him so much. You know, I was thinking about this um because the last thing he ever said to me was I love you, and I feel like that's the last time somebody really said I love you to me and really meant it. Have you talked about this guy on the podcast before? Dave? Yeah. Um, no. So you, not really. nobody knows who this guy is. Who, the guy who died? Your your audience, nobody knows who this guy is. My boyfriend who passed away. I've yes. mentioned it. Well, maybe maybe you're listenership that's who we were talking about that's the the guy whose initials i have tattooed on my wrist yeah yeah yeah. well we've mentioned it but maybe you need to go into the full that's what i'm saying is i no i'm just we're not going to go into the full thing right now but i'm just thinking about i did i did (laughs) no i like i did he he passed away almost five years ago four and a half years ago and um like we were supposed to go on a date the next day you know holy shit that like so did you know I've known you for about that long? Yeah. And you met me Yeah. right after he died? I don't know. It was probably right around then. I don't know. I didn't meet you probably until 2014. 
mm. like early 2014 okay. is when I started going to the West Side. Okay. John works at the West Side Comedy Theater sometimes, guys. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. Uh, Chris, why haven't you put me on the Saturday show? Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris, why haven't you put me on the Saturday show? <laughs> <laughs> is he listening he did, to this? He did. He, he put me on one, but I did think you it, do well? Uh, you know, I did. I did really well. Until I, he gave me like a five minute set because somebody canceled. Oh, uh, and he's like, "How much time do, do you, can you do?" And I was like, oh, "I think I can do like seven. He's like, "All right, you do five. <laughs> so I went on stage, and for like four minutes, I was doing really well. And then I said the word "Jewy." Oh no! And lost the audience. You said "Jewy." Yeah, in Santa Monica. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah, it was a learning experience for me, but I didn't mean it in, in a in a. What does that even? What were you saying? Hey, I, I was talking about this. I was talking about my 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 fast food low. Oh, because I used, <laughs> it, for like eight years I ate nothing but fast food. So and bad. On the worst, the on my fast food low, I went to uh, four different chains <laughs> in one day. In one for one meal. Yeah. So basically, I w- I used to be in this habit of like uh, I would I would eat at like 4 p.m. That would be the first meal that I had. And then I would drink all night and do comedy uh, and then and drive home. And uh, I would go – so where I – you you know where I used to live. Sure. So like in that like mile radius between uh, La Brea and Jefferson and La Brea and Rodeo, there's like – South six, L.A. people. There's like six – chains oh i know exactly what you're talking drive about hours, drive-thrus so uh, yep. i went to yep. popeyes for the uh chicken tenders and biscuits yeah i went to del taco and got 10 soft shell grilled <laughs> tacos and then i went to mcdonald's for the french fries and the shamrock shake because that's Jesus. seasonal you got to get that while oh it's there my God. and then i finished it out at jack-in-the-box and got a munchie meal oh, shit. <coughs> So I got a munchy meal, and when I got up to the the window, like the cashier's window at Jack in the Box, yeah. there was this little Jewy kid in. Oh boy! In I'm just describing what he looked like. Like I don't mean anything bad by it, but he just like like he was like skinny ween. He had like like dark rim glass. He looked like he was in the oh band. Oh boy! Let's... I'm I'm trying to dial it back a little bit, but he looked at me, and maybe this is why I like hold some resentment towards him because the thing that he said. Like usually you get like uh, it's gonna be ten fifty eight or whatever. You, yeah, you, and he says, "Welcome back, John." <laughs> and I was like, "Do I know no. you?" And he's like, "Dude, I work the graveyard shift here, and I see you more often than the sunrise." <laughs> and I was like, "Fuck you, dude!" And I hey, he was being friendly. Yeah, but I was I was I didn't take it well. I didn't take it. You well. were being sensitive. So I told that story in my set, and and then I it, then the word Jewy just slipped out, and I lost him. I lost him. But don't you say know, that word. I know I, I'm not supposed to say that word. I didn't, I didn't mean anything by it, but I don't, said it. Don't say anything anti-Semitic. <laughs> I, I, I like the Jews. You know. Yeah, I'm part Jewish. Oh yeah. On my dad's side. Russian Jewish. Well, you can only be Jewish if your mom is. Yeah. Jewish. Okay. I know. <laughs> Listen, I guess you can only be. I'm a talking Jew about just like the some of the ethnic background. I, have. I know what you mean. So anyway, oh, 
Oh, oh yeah. We still have to finish no, the love hold on languages. a second. I wasn't done talking about... We got into this whole tangent because we won't get... Uh, I, I can't it. get on the Saturday show and it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> but okay. um, no, I was talking about how the last thing... Yeah, the last thing Dave said to me was I love you. And that's the last time anybody has ever said it to me in, in a romantic context and definitely meant it. I've had people say it to me since then, but I, I know they didn't mean it. Yeah. You know, I see what you mean. Like the guy I dated who was abusive, like he didn't mean that when he said that. But he said it. Yeah, he said it. So verbal affirmations proved to not be exactly what you No, because it was coming from somebody who I knew was full of shit. Did you You know? Were you at all attracted to him for that? I thought I loved him, but like, no, I did love him. Was there like a bad boy mystique? (sighs) Is he a fuck boy? That relationship is hard to explain because it was so abusive in uh, emotionally. I don't know anything about that. I don't know anything about well, abusive good for relationships. You. No, I'm I mean I'm just saying I like, honestly, you know, before that happened, that I like really didn't have, to... have the type of empathy I think one needs to understand that. Um I feel like that was a huge life lesson to me and it's made me more um a better just it's just better as a person, you did know. You find it? I just learned a lot. Did you find it difficult to uh, end that abusive relationship? Yeah, I was trying to end it for a while, and he wouldn't let you. Yeah, he kept like calling me, coming back. All the I, I eventually had to block him on everything. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds like such a pain in the ass. It was, and uh, no, I mean, and he still has tried to reach out to me, and it's I can't deal with that. Good for you. Don't deal with it. No, it, it it was harrowing. I'd say it took me about a year to f- get rid of him finally. Mm, that sounds fucking awful. Yeah, no, and I was really like going through it. Like I, I had, I ended up, um, I was in therapy and I ended up, I was avoiding my therapist because I felt guilty, guilt and shame about not properly ending this relationship. I felt very shame, ashamed Interesting. because I felt I couldn't but end it. But you went back to the therapist? No, I just ended up. I stopped. You ghosted your her. therapist. I did that too. <laughs> I no, ghosted I my therapist new, after two a, years. I have a new therapist now, but oh. I felt my previous therapist was kind of making me feel guilty and ashamed for not ending this relationship. Because you know what she told me? She was like, she told me that my boyfriend treated me like a dog. Ooh, you never want to hear that. And and I was just like, fuck. Yeah, you're right. So you avoided her. And got rid of the relationship. So in a way, she me, did her job. Yeah, but it took me a while to do it. And it and I was very ashamed, you know. Sure. And I felt ashamed because, well, one, I felt like I, I, it, I, I had that attitude of like, well, this could never happen to me, you know. And then it did. You know, yeah. I think a lot of people have that sort of attitude about abusive relationships. They'll be like, well, just leave, you know, and, and it's think, not really like that. Like think, until you're in it, you don't really know what's happening. I think I am totally susceptible to a, an abusive relationship. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't know about that. I think I would be totally susceptible oh. to it, especially if I had if I had the feels. Have you been in one? No, not oh, not okay. in, not. I haven't been in an abusive relationship. Um, have you been like in a codependent relationship? No. Like Oh, okay. I don't think I've really been in like a, a real adult relationship. Oh, well, that's for sure. I'm kind of a, <laughs> I'm kind of a lone wolf. Oh boy. I'm not trying to fucking well, glorify we, we, that. We've at talked all. about it. You know, if we're not married, in how many 70 years? Seventy years. <laughs> what? Seventy years. Ten years. 
Why do you always say it's 10? We agreed on 70. Because in 10 years. That's what the contract says. 70 years. We have a contract? Yeah. John and I are contract. getting married. If if we're not married in 10 years from now, we're getting married. No, no, no. Both of us are roughly 30. <laughs> if we're not married by 100 years old each, we'll get hitched. What if, okay, what if our spouses are both dead or something? I don't even care if they're dead. If they're both alive, we're getting married. <laughs> <laughs> really? We're getting double married. Okay. <laughs> sounds You're like a, sounds it? like a deal. Oh, there's gonna be some swinging going on. <laughs> we'll Seventy be fucking years. up that old You're folks' home. You're just so mean to me. See, this is what I'm talking about. You always what? think I'm being mean to you. You're just teasing. Just teasing. Are you crying again? No, I Please just really want somebody works. to send me flowers. What an upsetting thought that was. I didn't, I didn't know how how upsetting that would be. I didn't either. Huh. I'm glad I didn't even So let bring me read flowers. the last love language. Wait, Physical do, touch. Wait, was there four? There's five. There's five. Wait, so we did, uh, okay, verbal affirmations. Words one. of affirmation. It's the same thing. Quality time. Okay. Receiving gifts. Okay. And acts of service. And acts of service. And the and last the, one is physical touch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's to this person, have. nothing speaks more deeply than appropriate touch. That doesn't mean only in the bedroom. Everyday physical connections like hand-holding, kissing, or any type of reaffirming physical contact is greatly appreciated. A person who speaks the language of physical touch isn't necessarily an over-the-top pda -er, but getting a little touchy-feely does make them feel safe and loved. Any instance of physical abuse is a total deal-breaker. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I would be in in those five. Physical touch and Verbal words of affirmation, affirmation is definitely are, one hu for me. are huge to me. And, and I know why words of affirmation is huge to me. It's because, you know, when I was growing up, I had, you know, a father that was just like hypercritical of me. I've heard about and, this like, guy. <laughs> and just like said really mean things to me. And I got teased a lot in school. Sure. So I feel like any sort of um, encouraging words I really appreciate because I've heard a lot of negative things in my life. I just really like positive things so said to me. Wouldn't you wouldn't you agree though that I mean I would think uh part of like so verbal affirmation you say that you need uh like like oral compliments. Yeah. Well uh, verbal 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 compliments. Yeah. Um as a result of being teased and criticized by your dad right because i heard so many negative words growing up so now i need i need positive words because honestly well, if somebody what doesn't a shitty situation to be in why Not wouldn't you really. just why wouldn't you just lose investment in words altogether if any if anything that has that has reinforced my investment in words. that's what i think is interesting doesn't that make more sense to you? Sure. But that I wouldn't, take you, words, wouldn't you agree, though, that like, I, I if take you were words, physically abused, then physical touch would be even more important because of that? Perhaps. I don't Isn't know. I can't speak on that. Well, I can't either. But that's what you're saying with this one, though. Verbal yeah. affirmation. Yeah. Because that you've I, received a negative form. Because I received form so many negative words in my younger years. I, I need positive ones now. Like, I need positive reinforcement. Because when I, I swear to God, and I and I know this this is something I'm working on. I just automatically assume that when somebody isn't telling me they like me or that they care about me or whatever, that they just absolutely fucking hate me. Why would you assume that? Because why would you assume that anybody like 
cares enough about you to hate you like that if they just didn't say anything. <laughs> no, that's a, that's I, I'm a, talking that's about an ill-fated in a, in a, conclusion. In, I'm talking about in a, like a dating situation. Like I need to hear like you like me. Otherwise, I'm like, oh, this person doesn't like me at all. Oh, I could understand that. Do you understand a, what I'm saying? Dating, I thought you meant in a general way. No, not really with like just I, normal I, if interactions. I was, if I was in a relationship, I would want to hear that too. Yeah, you need to be. I gotta know. Re- Do you like me or not? Positively, exactly. I, it's if like, you're not if you're not saying you like me, I'm assuming you don't. Yes. Yeah. I get exactly. That. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel. It's like. Well, maybe I need those verbal and then and then and then that goes hand in hand with me with physical touch because physical touch also reinforces one you're attracted to me, and two you have no problem showing that you know and that's what I and I'm I'm so you don't give a fuck about you don't give a fuck about uh, gifts or acts of servitude. No gifts would be nice or you know, but it's not something I care about. You know, I don't need somebody to like be showering me with gifts, you know. So you need a physical and emotional connection with somebody. Yes. Well, I feel like most people would probably have those two languages working for them. Probably. That seems like the most two the, the two most common I don't know, though. I, I feel like some people don't give a fuck about physical touch. Like, they're just not sexual or but whatever. You know what? I, th- I think those love languages change, especially if you've been in a relationship for a long time. Sure. If you've been in a relationship, like, if you're if you're 10 years into a marriage, physical touch, maybe not on the priority list the same way it was before. Right. Verbal Words of affirmation, affirmation may go up. Maybe, but maybe not. Maybe just because you're like, oh, we're fuck it, we're married. Acts of service and would be acts of service is going. It's it's climbing the ladder, right? And um, uh, what's the second one? Oh, uh, is it quality time? Quality time. That's the that's spending. Quality those two time. are skyrocketing in importance if you're ten years into a marriage. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're in a young relationship, it's the physical touch and the verbal affirmation. Yeah, gift giving. Only, only yeah, the gold because there is in most relationships, that. you know, they say about after like two years, like a lot of the the sexual attraction kind, like because when people yeah. first get together, like they're extremely, you know, they're having sex all the time. Yeah, and you then know? you get used to it, and you're like, I don't really want to do right. this anymore. And my longest relationship was only like two and a half years, so I've never really made it past the point where it's like, Ugh. can you imagine though? Like, no, can you imagine being with the same person for ten years and no, being like, I would honestly, I really it want. It feels to. like a <laughs> sentence at that point. No, but I, I, there's nothing I want I more than a committed, long lasting relationship. Uh, see, I don't think you know what you're signing up for. Really? <laughs> you know, so. years ago, a guy in a bar, I don't even know his name, but some guy in a bar, I he, like where this we is were having it. a conversation <laughs> about marriage and relationships and all this stuff. And, and he's like, Heather, you know, you just don't seem like the type of woman who who would last in a marriage. And I'm like, why is that? And he's like, well, you're extremely flirtatious with so many men and you seem very fickle. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what exactly does know. fickle mean? You know, like you change your mind a lot or like, you know, yeah. I might like one guy this like day hasty. or another guy the other day, you know. Interesting. Okay. And I don't know, I am extremely flirtatious, but when I'm in a relationship, I'm extremely loyal and committed and loving. I, no, I could see that. My dad is super flirtatious. Yeah. And I don't think it bothers my mom at all. Oh, really? She just knows he's like a gregarious, flirtatious guy. Yeah. Like you, he's always. You, did you get some of that from him? If I, I got any of that, it's from him. <laughs> you, you, you're a little flirtatious, definitely. Oh, I like to flirt around. Yeah. We flirt. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We're, we're some of the best platonic flirters there are. 
Yeah, there's a lot of tension between us. <laughs> that's what you always say. We do have some sexual tension. That's what other. That's uh, not only do you say that, but other people say that. Oh yeah. When we're with each other, people are like, "You guys have a lot of sexual tension." <laughs> yeah, we do. Be like, I don't want to get beaten by Heather. <laughs> what? I think you, I think you would be rough on me. That is not true. I need I need tenderness. I'm tender. I, I think you would. I think you would. I think I'm tender. I'm I a, would turn into a. Sex I'm a cuddler. I'm a tender cuddler. I think that's false advertising. That's not true. I cuddled. You got a dungeon somewhere. I cuddled somewhere. last night. You cuddled last night. Mm-hmm. That's not what I heard. What'd you hear? I heard you were networking. Ah, <laughs> I was networking earlier before the cuddling. Oh, okay. No, but I like a I like a nice cuddle. Who doesn't? Cuddling's good. It is good. Hu- like physical touch is just good. Human touch. Oh, that's what you think. <laughs> Some people are not too big on that. Germaphobes. <laughs> Probably don't like I physical suppose. touch too much. Yeah. Lepers. <laughs> we are we ever um we've talked about this. Are we gonna host a party together? You said that you don't want to host a party with me because people will think we're a couple. That doesn't even make Did sense. Did I say that? Yeah. You were like, people will think we're a that couple. Is kind of a, that is kind of a coupley thing to do, though. Not if really. If I have a party at my place and you're just like hosting it, too. But that I, is can't, kind of a I can't have thing. a party at my place. Well, I guess you're going to have to find some other place. What? No. Why don't you just do a bar? For what? Why do you want to have a party at my place? So that we can, I don't know. I want to have like a cookout or something. Oh, like a like a like you used to do. What, what? Yeah, yeah. Those are expensive. Yeah, I'm gonna contribute. That's why. I'm... What? Last time I did that was over the summer, and I, I always have a lot. I don't of think fun. I was there. It was uh, it was for uh, a friend's birthday party. He's an improviser, so that's probably oh. that's probably why. You yeah, I there. stay away from that. <laughs> I know. You know. I got a lot of friends that do improv, but generally speaking, okay. do you I, still do I like improv? the stand-ups better. Uh, only in a stand-up setting. <laughs> A.K.A. I don't write down jokes. Is that what you're I, saying? <laughs> Heather, I am getting better at joke writing. Give me a few more years, and then I'll rock your socks with some of these jokes. But I, I am learning backwards. In a few years, I may not stand-up. even be reachable to you. Well, I guess friendship's over at that ah! point. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you're gonna big time me? No. Like I said, I'm yeah, but you want to ride coattails. my coattails. I, 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 I need you to be successful oh if I'm God. ever gonna make it. Look, listen. If I get something, I'll definitely think of you. What an empty promise! <laughs> You'll think I, of me? Yeah. Wow. Like if I if actually I think you would be a good person to feature for me if I needed a feature. Yeah, I can if open that ever for happened. you. Yeah. Yeah, we're pretty different. Like, right, you wouldn't be stepping want... on any of my premises. Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Unless I made a concerted effort to. <laughs> that would be rude. I wouldn't put it past me. You're going to go up there and talk about your pussy? I'll just tell your joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be so mean. Yep. I'll go up there and be like, this is my body. I'm all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done that chunk in a while. Why not? I don't know. I cycle out material. I understand. A lot. And then work it back in. Yeah. I but, do, I do you know, the same. It's fine. Anyway, I, we need to wrap this up. Why? Because it's after two. Sorry. Oh, okay. And I have to get going. Was it good? It's great. You think? Mm-hmm. I wonder what the listeners will think. They're going to love it. I hope so. I love talking to you. I love you. You're a good friend. 
all those same things back your way. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You're one of my favorite people. Whoa. Okay. Let's dial it back a notch. <laughs> I'm, no, I'm being genuine right now. Well, it doesn't sound that way. Oh, Jesus. No, you're flattering me and How I'm starting I'm starting to I'm starting to clam up. Starting to get shy? Yeah. Okay. Well, how can people find you on social media? I'm not really good at that. Just plug your social media. Just I do don't it. even know what my what my Twitter. Oh handle my is. god! I'm gonna find. But it. my name is John Davenport. <laughs> yeah, you we can know find that. me there. You can find me there. Uh, hold on. No, I have your. I'm looking up your Twitter I, handle. I can't for remember you. what it is. I think I changed it a while back. It might. It might just be. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm not very good with tweet tweeting. Oh, that's not you, is it? I don't know. What is it? How many John Davenports are there? It's a very common name. Surprisingly. Why is that surprising? John is the most common. Oh, here it is. It's uh, your Twitter handle is John Davenport 88, which is that referencing your birth year? Yeah. You're turning 30 this year? Yeah, in May. Jesus. I think I'm ready. Yeah, I think so, too. I think I feel like I feel like I've been in my 30s for the last few years. (laughs) Just from your demeanor and state of your body. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm ravaging my body with no care or effort. Yeah, you need to eat better or something. I'm working on it. You should have a salad later. <laughs> what, I can what go is that, for what, a salad. What's happening right now? I, I would like some tender greens later. Anyway. I like tender greens. So follow John at John Davenport 88 on I, Twitter. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even recommend that. <laughs> <laughs> or friend him on Facebook. You're on Facebook. Friend, friend me on Facebook. Yeah. Come to the West Side this Saturday, 1130 p.m. What's... Homegrown Comedy. Oh, yeah. So is that a monthly? It's a monthly. Yeah. yeah. Homegrown Comedy at the West Side. Yeah, but not. I, I did it over a year ago, so I need to be well, back we gotta on We got to get it. you back on. It's true. I crushed pretty hard. Yeah. I remember. You do? Yeah. I used to tape from that. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Wow. That's probably my best credit is you used a tape from one of my shows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you guys can find me. Uh, what did I say right before you went on stage? Because what? you did some. You, oh, you, you said something reacted. about misogyny. I, and I, I, said and I was so, like, I hey, guys, I hate myself. <laughs> you crushed right from the get-go. Yeah. Because I said something. You said this is a woman who hates herself or like this is a I misogynist. Said you said, I, you said, said I was a misogynist, but I hated that women. That doesn't make any sense. I wouldn't have said it that. It was something like that because I went up and I was like, that's right, guys. I'm a misogynist and I hate myself. And it, uh, it fucking was something crushed. Like that. It was something like you. You fucking murdered that set. I remember that. Yeah. Well. Murdered. Yeah. We'll get we'll we'll Blood on the walls, on baby. Uh, that's how I do it. <laughs> Blood on the walls. Yeah. Baby. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Fixed Air Heather. The podcast is on Twitter at Unruly Podcast. And you have questions or concerns or compliments, instead of DMing me on Instagram like a lot of you do, please email the podcast, unrulypodcast at gmail.com. Wow. Were you on autopilot for that last bit there, weren't you? You've said that a few times. <laughs> I know my socials. Oh, and if you friend me on Facebook, I do have to know you personally. So that's not true. Restrain yourself. That's not true. I friended her first, and she didn't know me. Is that true? You just gotta have a hot mug. How many years ago was that? <laughs> 2014, apparently. Jesus, that's what you said earlier. No, I thought it would have been earlier, but I didn't start stand up until 2013, January 1st, 2013. Yeah, and I probably met you within the first year. I'm further ahead of you. You must be. <laughs> Is that any surprise? No, I started stand-up in January 2014. 
you started stand up in January of 2014. Yeah. So I must have started a year before you. But I didn't I didn't write any jokes for the first three years. <laughs> That's true. I just improvised on stage. Yeah. But I moved here in August 2013. So anyway. I moved here I, this January is thrilling 1st information. of 2012. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well. Well, we didn't really end. We didn't end strong, did we? <laughs> we ended fine. Okay. And I, you know what? Once again, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having friend. me. This was fun. And I love you. I love you too, Heather. Oh, thank you. You're so Did sweet. Did that sound forced? No, it was nice. Okay. I needed Just to hear that. as long as it came off as organic. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, that, we, let's go. Let's Goodbye, go. listeners. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>